Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Gargoyle Podcast. I'm Nathan, a.k.a. the Gargoyle, and joining me once again is Eric. Say hello, Eric. Hello, that's me. I'm Eric. You're not wearing a poncho this time. No, I'm not. Yeah, I, I just... You, you have failed me into being the Clint Eastwood of, of the podcast. I think that from now on, what I mean by being the Clint Eastwood of this podcast is maybe I should just give myself a different nickname every episode, which I didn't do this episode, but maybe that's a, maybe that's a bit we can do is I can just give myself a new nickname every time, just like in the Clint Eastwood Westerns. Or, or you're just going to like grimace and spit at the start of each episode. <laughs> Terrible. This is a horrible introduction. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we are in day six. Yes. Day six of uh, 60 days of Halloween. And we've been going through Parenting Fears Week. And on the last episode, we talked about we need to talk about Kevin, which was rough after going through the rest of the films with Parenting Fears. Mm-hmm. Uh, so today's episode is going to be a little bit more of a palate cleanser. We've already recorded our analysis episode, and that one's a, a bit longer than these quick reviews. <clears throat> but we go into a lot more depth actually talking about like why these movies are so terrifying. And spoilers. Yeah, tons of spoilers. Uh, so be on the lookout for that tomorrow. But today we are just doing a fun horror palate cleansing romp. Of Evil Dead. Yes. The original 1981 Sam Raimi Evil Dead. It was much needed. This, oh my God, I love this movie. Uh, This is, okay, and let's, I'm going to go ahead and get into the uh, outside information portion here. I have seen Evil Dead 2. Sure. And Army of Darkness in that, like, I've seen it on TV many, many times, but I've never watched it all the way through. So I think I've seen the whole movie, Uh but just in bits and pieces. Uh, and I've seen the Evil Dead remake, but for some reason, I just never made it to this movie. So my trajectory in coming to the original Evil Dead is kind of weird. You know what? And I it, actually like that trajectory. It's interesting. Yeah, I kind of like that I did it that way, too, because it left me not really knowing exactly what to expect. Because the other movies kind of have more of a lighthearted comic tone to them. This yeah. movie is not funny. I mean, it's it's zany, but in more of like just an intense kind of way yeah the the humor the humor in evil dead is not played as like we're trying to be funny but more of like the humor of just such outlandish situations yeah it's just crazy like there are times where i'm laughing at the screen but i'm laughing is more of like a nervous laughter like oh my god i can't believe that just happened (laughs) right there oh god there's so much of that it's it's a lot yeah man this movie is crazy so much more than i expected based on how small the budget was and i this is why i genuinely love the fact that this was the first time that you've seen evil dead is because going into it like it was a new experience for you despite having seen the rest of the stuff you're like Oh, oh my God. I finally saw Sam Raimi's Evil Dead. This is amazing. It was phenomenal. I almost <laughs> said a bad word. Um, no, it was so good. Like it, You almost accurately described how most <laughs> Evil Dead fans feel about the original. No, it, it was... I mean, like I said, I didn't really go in with the correct expectations i guess like i didn't realize like how intense and how act- this movie's really scary i mean it's pretty it's scary and i've it's interesting i guess we'll get into the technical side of it a little bit here now so but i i haven't gone into to my prior oh, knowledge sorry. yeah let's okay let's you <laughs> go ahead and go ahead and get into your eric, side and then I'll, eric is so I'm excited I'm to talk about this one talk about it exactly. uh so yeah my prior knowledge is i also saw evil dead late like i didn't actually see it until when was it? Uh, 
2008, maybe. So it's only been about 10 years ago, the first time that I saw it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I had caught glimpses of um, Army of Darkness before, but I never like really watched it. So my initial Evil Dead trajectory started in about 2008. And... Um, I, I, I was in college at the time and watched it while I was at work. And <laughs> yeah, that nice. that was a fun experience because I honestly had no idea what I was getting into. So there was a whole lot of just like, got to pause. Wait, nope, can't pause there. Got it. <laughs> oh, man, this is, ah, I love it. And it's intense. And so that was my initial viewing. And since then, I cannot count how many times I've seen Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness. Evil Dead remake. Eh, we'll save that like for a different. The, I like the remake, but it is, I, it's very different. It doesn't necessarily feel like an Evil Dead movie. We'll save that for an episode specifically about it. But I like the remake. It's like, yeah, it's it's okay. I like it. It mm-hmm. is nowhere near as amazing as the rest no, of them. Not at all. Uh, and Drag Me to Hell, I also put in the Evil Dead universe. Oh yeah, I mean, it's with it being a Sam Raimi film. It's like it's really. I mean, I guess maybe his first real horror film that he's made outside of the evil dead series i believe yeah there there are horror elements and all even in the spider-man movies there are horror elements that are distinctly ramey and that's yeah. a word but it, it is totally um, a word we're ramian that's, that's so, a word we've coined so my outside information was i have seen this movie a ton and i freaking love it and every time someone says hey you want to watch evil dead like i don't even let them finish the sentence before i'm like oh my god yes like oh, yeah, let's start no, it right now you asked me about a palate cleansing movie and i was like i was thinking maybe evil dead and some of these other movies evil dead yeah let's do it <laughs> evil dead just yes and period. this is also um you put this on your film or was it filmstruck four as like movies that define you this was one of the movies you included right I can't remember if I put Evil Dead or Evil Dead 2. I think it I, was the first one. I think it was this one. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I can't remember. I, it, I had a hard time going back and forth between those two because They're... not what this podcast is about, but between the two of them, I feel like Evil Dead 2... I feel like Evil Dead 2 is probably the best in the series mm. because it not only has the horror of Evil Dead... But it starts getting into some of the zaniness mm-hmm. of um, Army of Darkness. Yeah, it it seems to be more. It defines the series a little bit more in terms of tone. Yeah, and I mean every other movie in that. Well, there's one other movie, but the there's a TV show too, and they all kind of follow into that more like horror comedy. Yeah. Tone but, of the second movie, which but seems all to be equally it seems scary like maybe, and equally yeah. amusing. I think that maybe <clears> Raimi. <throat> Evil Dead 2 definitely seems like it's more of a remake where he's like, okay, now I have the money to make the movie that I wanted to make. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. But the uh, <clears throat> So yeah, for me, it it is, oh my God, I love it. And th- the first two, like it really is just equally, they, they are perfect and amazing and I love them. They are. So let's start talking about the technical stuff. Okay. So with this movie, <clears throat> one thing that I think is, it's interesting because it is a very low budget movie and going into it, I didn't realize how crazy it gets i thought that it would probably be more i didn't think it would be super gory or anything like the other films because they didn't have much of a budget and the movie starts off a little not slow but it builds in a not very gory way with like the vines attacking and it's it's not cheesy but it's just very like oh this is totally what you would find in a low budget horror movie so it kind of set my expectations low in terms of like okay it's just going to be like a typical cabin in the woods kids are getting like attacked by spirits but then 
people start getting possessed and it's just like holy shit what am yep. i watching like this is it is so much crazier than i thought like this movie feels dangerous almost in the way that it was made because it's clearly not like a studio movie this is just a bunch of guys who are in the woods and they're like let's just see what kind of crazy stuff we can throw on the screen uh-huh and i love that about it like because they had such a low budget you know i mean like necessity is the mother of invention and they like this movie is still feels so groundbreaking even watching it now in a genre of film like this cabin in the woods genre that's been done over and over and over and even and spoofed so many different ways, including in a movie called Cabin in the <laughs> Cabin in the Woods. Right. But it still feels so just completely unique and creative and fun. And like, there's no other movie out there like this. Yeah. So from a writing standpoint and a directing standpoint, like it it is so so amazing. Like mm-hmm. every time I watch it, I'm just like, I I just want to go be friends with Sam Raimi oh, and Bruce man. Campbell, so that I can talk to them and just like pick their brains about like how why. You, you two are amazing, they and I just some, want to know more. They did some crazy stuff in this movie. Like, they literally somehow attached the camera to two-by-fours and just ran through the woods with it, and that's how they get that really great shot of the, I guess it's supposed to be like the spirits running, going yeah. through the woods. And then at one for the very last shot of the movie, which I'm not going to spoil or anything, but for the very last shot of the movie, they literally mounted the camera on a motorcycle and drove it through a cabin. Yeah. Well, and, and like just that's crazy stuff that you would never see. A lot of the same techniques that you movie. see in Raising Arizona. So like there, there's oh, yeah, a lot Joel, of overlap. Uh, Joel Cohen was one of the production assistants on this movie. Yeah. So, I mean, like groundbreaking stuff that when I say groundbreaking, I, I, I don't know stuff that definitely had an impact. And even if you're not a fan of horror, there are still things that were done in evil dead that had an impact on movies. Oh that yeah. You, you can see the fingerprints of this movie on pretty much every horror movie that's come afterward. It's very, I mean, like, like I said, it feels very groundbreaking. Like it feels like Sam Raimi just totally throwing the rule book out the window. And he's like, you know what? It's, I'm not going to make a movie like anything else that's out there. I'm just going to do what I want. Yeah. Now, some of the production sucks because it is low budget. So, like, some of the makeup, like, you can see the line of where they stopped doing the makeup. Yeah. Or, like... There's, like, a stop motion part of the movie, which I actually think is really cool. But it's... I mean, the effects... That effect doesn't really hold up very well. But I I love it in just its low budget kind of way. Yeah. I think it works really well. (laughs) Or, like, I think at one scene, uh, it's supposed to be either, like, veins or... Or something, and it is very clearly just like a chalk pencil that they've drawn on oh, their yeah. face. Yeah. So, like, some of the production quality is not good at all. But, but some of it is so good that it just totally blew me away. Like, I oh, did not expect some of it to be as creepy the, as it is. So, not spoilers, and but they minor like, spoiler. Um, there's one scene involving a pencil that oh, it still yeah. makes me cringe. No, that was that was crazy. Mm. That's the part. That part of the movie, I God, think, is still the makes me one cringe. where it's like okay, now I know what I'm getting myself into. Like, that was not... Expe- I did not expect an effect that good in this yeah. movie. And I mean, they do... Like, Bruce Campbell mm. is actually shooting a shotgun in parts of this movie. It's not like that he's shooting blanks. Like, he actually... From what I've read, he actually is shooting live ammunition <laughs> at certain things in this movie. And it's like, damn, that's so cool. I don't know. I just love that about it. And it works so well on screen. Yeah. Well, it, it gives it so much more of just that raw feeling. So when you're watching it, it doesn't feel like just a bunch of stuffed shirts being like, hmm, well, how are we going to make murder to bear? It feels like a bunch of just kind of kid indie filmmakers mm. saying, hey, let's go have fun. And like, I, I genuinely feel like between every single take, like as soon as they said cut, I feel like 
everyone on set was just dying laughing that's so great and the production design is great like they just found this cabin in like it was actually an abandoned cabin that they just squatted in i guess and fixed up however they wanted for the film and then started using it yeah morristown tennessee which i think adds kind of an extra layer to for us at least i we live two hours away from where this movie was shot. I, when I lived in Johnson City, it was less than an hour away. And I've been camping in this area. I mean, not in that exact area, but just around there. So, like, <laughs> Do you ever wake up with the uh, tree limb in your sleeping bag? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, it's just, it, it makes it even more scary for me because like you, wa- I watch it and I'm like, I feel like I've been here. I feel like I've, I've really been in these woods. I've been by the Tennessee River, which they make a note that, I mean, I've gone, I've been on the Tennessee River, which they make a note of. Yeah. That's a river that they cross at one point they say it well and like i i just love seeing young bruce campbell like he has changed so much he really has and he's so good in this movie one thing that's i find really interesting about this movie is it doesn't really take any time to set up the characters in the beginning like most horror movies you get like the first 15 or 20 minutes where they're just stupid teenagers doing stupid teenager things but in this movie it just kind of gets straight to business and you it fleshes the characters out through the experience, like this yeah. traumatic experience that they have, especially Ash. Um, and Bruce Campbell's fantastic. Like he is just a human crash test dummy. They are throwing him all over the place <laughs> in this movie. And it, with it being so low budget, they're not using a stunt double. Like he had to have been injured so many times during the and making of this movie. So just super quick. Uh, and then we'll get into some of our emotional reactions, which won't be a surprise. Jumping ahead very slightly to Evil Dead 2, um, <laughs> Bruce Campbell was tortured during that, and oh, not like man. in a bad way, but like there's one scene where, um, the scene where he's flying through the woods and mm-hmm. he's being hit with all of these tree limbs, one of them is Sam Raimi just constantly hitting him <laughs> over and over and over again. <laughs> well, no, and I'm sure, like, you can totally tell in this movie that, like, I'm pretty sure there was some kind of trivia that I read where it was talking about how like Sam Raimi was literally just like he he injured uh, Bruce Campbell I think injured his ankle or something he's just like suck it up and they're like hitting his ankle like prodding at him <laughs> during the movie just to like not just help his performance but clearly it's just they're just good friends and they're just like joking around with each other and messing That's with each other. That's what friends are for. Exactly. All right, so uh, I. I'm very curious as what your response to this will be. Oh, man. Emotional response. I love this movie. It's I laughed and I did not cry, but I'm I mean there I cried out multiple times. Allie was doing homework while I was watching this movie and I had headphones in and there were so many <laughs> times where I'm like, "Oh my god." And she turns around and she's like, "What?" Because she's seen this movie too. It's crazy. My wife isn't like a huge horror fan, but she said that she watched this movie a lot when she was younger. Um and she was you watch it like just watching my reaction to the movie and laughing at me because man this movie first of all it's way more intense than i expected like yep like like i said i thought it would be more of kind of funny and it is at times but not funny funny it's just like oh my the gosh, humor I, comes from real humanity rather than people trying to be funny right and i'm cringing and i'm just like this movie is just freaking insane i i can't even really say more <laughs> than that like it's just I was constantly squirming in my seat and cringing, and but in the best possible way. Yep. Uh, so entertaining. It, it is one of my all-time favorite movies. It's a five out of five for me, for sure. Yeah. And I don't give out fives. I'm pretty stingy with my five out of fives, and I love this movie. There are things that people can find flaws with, but those people aren't having fun watching movies. Stop, yeah. stop picking apart this movie. It is just fun they're great and i love like so much fun i'm just totally in awe of this movie and i love the 
things that Sam Raimi does with the camera. I mean, it's just so there's so many things that you just really don't see anymore in movies in this movie. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. So even though I only saw it for the first time about 10 years ago, it again, it is one of my all time favorite movies. Like you mentioned at the film strike, you know, films that define me. It, it, this film absolutely defines me. I, I love it yeah, so much. Really, I cannot even begin to say how much I love it. It's this interesting because I feel like Evil Dead 2 was pretty formative for me in terms of being a horror fan because I used to hate horror movies. Like, I don't enjoy being scared. I don't. Even now, I hate it, especially jump scares. Like, it just <laughs> makes me angry after I get scared from something because I just don't like that jolt. So, I remember watching Evil Dead 2 at a friend's house uh, with a bunch of friends from the neighborhood and like not really wanting to watch it because it was a horror movie and I didn't want to be scared. But when I, once I got into it, you know, it's still scary, but it was also funny. And I was like, okay, you know, I can, it was a good transitional film. It helped yeah. me enjoy horror in a way. It's not really something I was conscious of at the time, but looking back on it, it's like, you know, this really is kind of a formative movie for me in terms of my love of horror. So it is very interesting going back and watching the original movie and i can't believe i waited so long and i'm <laughs> kicking myself for waiting so long to watch this movie because it's great like i want to watch it every year for halloween now no doubt. so next question rewatchability how rewatchable oh, is man. it for you yeah that was a good segue <laughs> no definitely re- i would i would sit down and watch this movie again right now if you if you had it which you actually have it pulled up on your ipad over here but uh i would absolutely sit down and watch this right now yeah i this is one of the movies that i could watch back to back like I could finish watching it and immediately press play again and have just as much fun watching it yeah, as I just had. For sure. I, and I would love to get get it on Blu-ray or something and listen to, I don't know if there's a commentary on it or not, but I would love to listen to a commentary of this movie just to get all of these behind the scenes stories because apparently the production of this movie was arduous with it being so low budget. And I think it took them like a year and a half to even edit the movie because of all the stuff they had. And yeah. A lot of the actors couldn't be there for the whole time and it was freezing. Like, I mean, they're just in the woods making this movie. So it was a pretty rough production. Yeah. What I've read. Yeah. So, uh, God, I love it so much. So rewatchability, one of the most rewatchable movies for me. Yeah. It is creepy, but after that first time that you see it and you don't know what some of those scares are, rewatch it and you can have just a lot more fun. And again, even the scene with the pencil, it makes me cringe every single time yeah i'm sure it would there's a lot of cringy stuff in this movie but it's a cringy i mean if if you're listening to this podcast i'm sure you like horror movies and one would hope one would hope yeah (laughs) so i mean if you like being scared or like gross like just like absolutely gnarly gory crazy effects then it's great i'm getting into i'm getting into yeah, the next so segment who, who, who do you recommend who, it for i keep doing this where that's i get ahead fine. of myself because <laughs> that's how I'm much fun so this movie was but yeah no if you love horror movies at all i mean you know if you if you need like a super slick shiny hollywood production if you love the conjuring movies and stuff but you can't get into that more low budget kind of horror movie Maybe you wouldn't like it just because it is, it doesn't really, it looks like a low budget movie. It doesn't necessarily feel like a low budget movie because of how good a lot of the effects are. And I feel like they've aged well if you like this kind of. It feels like a low budget movie. It doesn't feel like it was made by amateurs. It feels like it was made by people who knew what they were doing. It's not amateurish. It's just low budget. Yeah. Like they didn't have the money to make what they wanted to make. But they knew what they were doing. I think like, that, honestly, I think it makes the movie better because they had to be so creative and kind of outlandish with their presentation. Like it makes it so much more fun. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I'm along the same lines. I recommend it for literally anyone who even remotely enjoys horror movies. Whether you like big budget, low budget, jump scares, the intense, more psychological stuff. If you, if at any point you have ever said, I enjoy horror movies, this is a must watch. Oh yeah, if you've ever been like, let's just sit down and watch a scary movie right now. Like this is absolutely a movie you should watch. Yeah. Um, okay, I say literally everyone. Very, very, very slight caveat. There, there is blood, there is guts. So some people like horror movies for, again, like the psychological stuff mm. or because of the startles. They don't like actually seeing the blood. Yeah, if there is like, some bloody stuff. If you're put off by gory stuff, then you probably don't want to watch this movie because it's, like I it, said, it was way more violent and gory and graphic than I expected. I well, mean, it but was, it's not like to the saw level of gore, and it's not, it's not realistic stuff. So it's not like yeah. watching, um, you know, like Last House on the Left, where it's grisly, but because of how raw it is, it's over the top. It, it, it's over the top. Yeah. So it is stuff that's gory. But it is so over the top. Yeah. There's it, when I mentioned that stop motion thing, that stop motion scene goes on for so long and it's like, okay, we're going to show you this gory thing that you kind of <laughs> expect. And then we're going to add this other layer on top of it. And then this other layer. And it's like, they, oh, man, they really just throw everything in the yeah, kitchen there's, sink at you in terms of, <laughs> there's not a lot of nudity, but there is nudity. So oh, yeah, it's very, I mean, it's not over. It's pretty, it's not like they're just throwing boobs in your face or anything. It's mostly like you can see somebody from the side. There's some side boob and no, there's there's full frontal boob. There, yeah, there I is, mean there, but, there is, there, it, but it's not like it's not done excessively. It's not ex- and it's exploitative not, at all, right? It just it's not like it's not like a Friday the Thirteenth where it's like sex and boobs for all the kids that really wanted to come see some nudity in a movie. It's like it's just it's incidental because of the situation. Yeah. It's more of like, Oh look, there's a boob. Um, but most people who enjoy horror, they're probably going to be okay with sex and violence, but some people aren't. So when I say literally anyone who enjoys horror, there is that caveat of, if you don't like blood, (laughs) if you don't like nudity, there is over the top blood and there is some, there is a boob. It's um, yeah. I mean, it's pretty mean and nasty, but it's all in good fun. And if demon possessions bother you, that's kind of a main major plot point of the movie. Yeah. So, but aside from that, it is still amazing and I love it and I recommend it for, for everyone. Oh my God. If you're a film student, you have to watch evil dead. Oh yeah. This if, is definitely film school, especially oh with horror. And I feel like a lot of directors kind of cut their teeth in horror because it is an easier genre to get into and you can make movies like this on a low budget. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're a film student, and interested in just how movies are made, this would be a great film school kind of movie. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Perfect palate cleanser to uh, kind of wipe away some of the very, very, very heavy dramatic stuff that that we'd gone through uh, watching A Quiet Place, (laughs) Cargo, Grace, um, Joshua, and we need to talk about Kevin after that week. Yeah. Evil Dead. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect way to end out the week. Uh, All right. So... Eric, where can people find you? You can find me on Letterboxd, Facebook, Twitter, and that's it. Find me in the liner notes, I guess, on the website. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll link. You to always it. link it. I just realized that today. Actually, I was looking at. It. I was like, oh look, he linked my stuff on there. How nice. <laughs> it's like, oh, people might actually find me now. Whoops. <laughs> uh, all right. So if you've been if you've enjoyed this episode, um, and this is the first one that you've caught, go back and listen to our previous coverage of our Parenting Fears Week, because I think that those are fun. Um, those reviews have been quick-ish. I've been trying to shoot for 15 minutes, but we've been going over that. Yeah. Um, but quick-ish reviews, they are 90 to 99% spoiler-free. So it really is just getting into those uh, those components of outside information, technical components, emotional reaction, how rewatchable, and who we recommend it for. And then tomorrow's episode is going to be that deep-dive analysis, tons of spoilers, really digging into... Um, into why each of those movies was scary. Mm. Like I said, we already recorded that episode, so you're not going to hear us talk about Evil Dead again. But I do have an earlier episode from a couple years ago where we started going through Evil Dead and still haven't finished that because... Oh, yeah, we, I need to listen to that. I didn't listen to it because I hadn't seen the movie, so I'm going to go back and listen to it. Well, we we uh, very ambitiously were like, we're going to take on all of them, and we ended up talking about just the remake. So <laughs> we, there's still a lot of coverage for Evil Dead. I will never get sick of talking about it. Um, but yeah, if you enjoy this episode, um, be sure to go back and listen to previous episodes. Be, for, be sure to keep checking back for more episodes of 60 Days of Halloween. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Letterboxd. Um, all, just do a search for The Gargoyle. Um, but all of them are The Gargoyle, except for Twitter, which is the underscore Gargoyle. And follow us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor.fm. Again, just do a search for The Gargoyle Podcast. That's G-A-R-G-Y-L-E, because it is a gargoyle wearing an Argyle sweater. But I assume that if you're already listening to this, you see the title somewhere, so you probably already know that. But anywho, um, yeah, I, I, I guess that's it. Go watch Evil Dead. Go watch it immediately. Go watch all of them. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go through the whole series again now. You can leave out the remake. No, watch Re- the remake. The remake's fine. It's it's it's, not, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Just it's just you don't have to. And it's not even. Is it really a remake? Yeah. It. It's. I mean, it's a remake, it, reboot. It's. It's how nothing's ever know. really just it's, one thing anymore. It's always. It's okay. Gotta, I have a lot more issues with it, but it. It's worth watching. I'm not going to fine. say it's not it's worth watching, good. but like definitely it. go watch uh, Evil Dead, the original, because it is amazing. And so if you've not yet started your <laughs> Halloween uh, coverage or not coverage, but Halloween movie watching experiences. Evil Dead's a great one to start with, no matter yes. how many times you've seen it. And if you do enjoy horror movies, make sure to go to uh, Frightening Ass Film Fest in Chattanooga. And uh, definitely make sure to go to the Knoxville Horror Film Fest in Knoxville. Both of these are amazing horror film fests. Um, but yeah, go out, enjoy some horror movies, and absolutely enjoy Evil Dead. But for now, that's been it for this episode of the Gargoyle Podcast. I'm Nathan, and as always, you can find us where geekery and horror abounds.